Good morning. This is the Ben O'Clock News. I'm Benedict Esdale. As you may be able to tell from the silky smooth tones of my microphone, I am back in the Ben O'Clock News studios. Hi, George. Good to be back. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. I did miss you, of course. Yes. I missed everyone here. I missed the ambiance. I uh, missed the free tea and coffee. I'll tell you that for nothing. And of course, I missed sharing the news with you in a more professional manner. But it's good to be back in the studios with everyone here. And uh, hello, shout out to everyone at the back end department as well. Uh, sorry, we haven't been able to get you out of that smaller building yet. But uh, um, thank you to the finance team and everyone on the fifteenth floor in the uh, in the in in the um, the office in Soho as well. Some news, of course, uh, on this news bulletin podcast. Rehearsals will be beginning for the play that I am co-directing with my dear friend and the writer of the play, Charlie. And we are beginning rehearsals. Well, we've already actually had one or two sort of uh, breakout days, you might say. But the rehearsals proper will be beginning on the 15th of May. And we're very, very excited to be getting into that. There'll be two full weeks of rehearsals, uh, which I will, of course, keep you updated on on the Ben O'Clock News, and then a week's run at the Hen and Chickens Theatre in London, in Highbury and Islington, just over the road from Highbury and Islington Station, on the sort of square bit, as I've mentioned before on this podcast, I believe. Just a light reminder to water your plants. With this warm weather, the plants will be requiring and uh, sort of expecting, not in a in a rude way, but in a kind of, you know, they're meant to be outside under the rain way, uh, they'll be expecting some water. Um, some little bit of advice for you from, for quite a lot of plants. I, I can't tell you which ones exactly, uh, but they do prefer actually to be watered from the bottom. Now, the instinct is, as you would be, happening in a rain situation uh, to simply pour water into the into the top of the soil plant area uh, but what that actually does uh, two things one it drags nutrients down into the bottom of the pot and two uh, it encourages the root system of the plant to go sideways and what that actually does is then it doesn't create a very strong root system what you want is is deep roots and one of the ways you do that is by watering your plants from the bottom now if you've got your plant in a double sort of layered pot this is very easy Um, what i mean by that is you've got your kind of classic plastic uh, brown pot uh, with the earth in it directly and then you put that within a slightly wider larger diameter pot which has no uh, holes in the bottom that's a solid one and what you have to do is make sure the plastic one does have holes in the bottom because what you then do is you you lift the plant out of the larger pot pour some water into the bottom maybe a couple of centimeters deep and then you put the pot back in and the water will rise into the bottom of the soil a bit and the plant's roots will go down to go and get it and they'll be encouraged to go deeper rather than create a sort of small ball network at the top which won't be very strong or useful. An update from the gaming world. Uh, I bit of a strange one. I, I never know uh, how people feel about uh, games uh, in which there is uh, lots of death. And in this game, I've been playing Advanced Wars One and Two Reboot Camp. There is a lot of death. Now, it it's it's anime sort of comic styled. Uh, I don't really know how to describe it. It, it, it it's a video game. Um, the same amount of death as there might be uh, perhaps in Pokemon, although they only 
faint, supposedly, when they get completely obliterated by a thunder wave or a rock thrown onto their heads. They just sort of pass out, and then and then if they all pass out, then you pass out for, for no apparent reason and scurry back to the Pokemon Center. But like I say, uh, it's it's that sort of large amount of death in a war game which, which doesn't really uh, mean anything or have much of an impact. But what's quite funny about the Advance Wars games is that the overarching story is quite whimsical um, between the commanding officers of the warring factions. They, they sort of seem to just be mates, just sort of getting on with it. Like, oh yeah, g- guess I'll come and fight you here in this scenario. And they're like, duh. God, he's you again. Right, well, let's have it out. And then and then they're sending battalions of, of real-life people to fight each other. Um, uh, and, and, you know, last man standing. So there's a sort of, uh, sort of slightly strange video game style thing going on there. But, um, well, it's the sort of thing as well that, that some games get away with by making the enemies aliens. Um, if you think about a game like... Uh, Halo, you kill a heck of a lot of aliens, or um, a game, uh, uh, any other game really, there's lots of games where killing happens, but it, and it's often done uh, to aliens or by aliens, and, and therefore dehumanised a little bit, but when you really think about it, um, it's it's not particularly nice for their families. An update from the smallest member of the Ben Clock News team, uh, Mars the cat has got a new collar. It's a small pink uh, round one. Well, of course, it's round. It's a it, it's a collar. It goes round the neck. Um, but the actual shape of the front of the collar is a little pink bow tie. Uh, not bright pink or hot pink, but a leopard print pink. Uh, quite um, pale pastel pink with with white spots in a sort of leopard print design. And he wears that uh, little bow tie in the daytimes, and he looks very distinguished. That's all from me. Thank you very much for tuning in to this episode of the Ben O'Clock News. I've been Benedict Tesdale. Goodbye.